with Brit, a podcast that provides an exclusive backstage look of the makeup industry. Join me weekly as we discuss life as a makeup artist, business, beauty tips, and share dialogue with the top professionals in our industry. Collectively, we'll unpack the highs and lows, laugh, and grow together. And I'm your host, Brittany Rogers. I'm a freelance TV, film, and beauty editorial makeup artist. This is your official backstage pass because I'm taking you behind the scenes of the beauty industry. Welcome to BTS with Brit. Welcome back to another episode of BTS with Brit with me, your host, Brittany Rogers. If you are new here, welcome. I'm so happy to have you. Today is a very special episode for all of my bridal artists out there. You guys asked and I made it happen. We have one of my favorite bridal artists, Taylor Simpson. Taylor is a good friend to me, okay? This is my homegirl. We went to high school together, and now we're doing makeup together. If you're not familiar with Taylor, get familiar with her. Sis has worked on Housewives of Potomac. She's done commercials for Target. She's done all types of celebrities like Yandy Smith. She is out here killing it. And when I get married, this is who's going to do my makeup. So... Get ready for her to drop lots of gems. I also want you guys to be prepared to meet a new version of me. Yes, I, Brittany Rogers. <laughs> Taylor and I were having a full-on kiki, and things got a little ratchet, but professional ratchet. So I want to prepare you for that. Also, before we get into this episode, I just want to say thank you to everybody who is pulling up to the beauty standard. You guys really, like, showed out showed off okay when it came to reserving your seat to this class if you missed your chance to be a part of the beauty standard no worries because i got some other cool things coming for you so you can still go to www.brittanyrogersevents.com and sign up for my mailing list become an official member of the backstage club so you can be the first to know whenever i'm dropping some heat okay <laughs> With that being said, guys, grab your notebooks, grab your pens, make sure you take lots of notes. Taylor is dropping gems. Oop, there I go. Bars again. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> it's just getting better and better. <laughs> but I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know I did. I listened to the playback as if this wasn't my own podcast, and I, I was just cracking up the whole time. It's full of laughs, love, and lots of education. So, Omatic, roll the clip. Let me stop talking. Enjoy the episode, guys. Okay, so if you guys are watching this on YouTube, Instagram, or wherever it may be, if you see me and Taylor laughing already, it's because we've already had a good <laughs> kiki, okay? Taylor is my girl from way back in the day. We went to high school together, and now we do makeup together. So, Taylor, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Of course. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. I'm excited to have you because, listen, if y'all listen to the intro, you already know Taylor is the bomb, okay? Taylor does um, film, TV, celebrities. She's doing Housewives of Potomac right now, <laughs> yes? And she is, like, one of my favorite favorite I don't want to call you a bridal artist but one of my favorite artists in bride like not bride in bridal because when I get married <laughs> Taylor's definitely doing my face I've oh my god I would love to I can't wait look let me tell <laughs> hurry up and propose me put a ring on it so Taylor can do my makeup 
But Taylor, tell us how you got into makeup artistry. So um, it's like, it kind of just fell in my lap, to be honest with you. Um, I was a cheerleader for majority of my life, like over 10 years. And I was at one team, if you're from the DMV, I was at Crimson Heat for a long time, for like maybe like six years. And then I switched to another team. And Crimson Heat, they would do our makeup for us. And then I switched to another team um, called Maryland Twisters. And they were like, no, you got to do it yourself. And I was like, I don't know how to do that. So, and this is back in like 2008, I think. And um, so that's back when, before the, the beauty community became what it is now. Um, so I stumbled across a YouTube video, but back before it was like the cool thing, the community was very, very small. It's like the OGs, like Jackie Ina and, uh, who else? Uh, just all the OGs. It was very, very small. Um, and I tried to figure out for a competition one time and I, I did, I've always been a really artistic and I, I think I just like channeled all my artistic abilities and energy into makeup. Um, and so at first it was a hobby. Um, I just kind of would like go to the Mac account on weekends and just buy stuff and electric eel, blue eyeshadow, put it to my eyebrow, you know, and then um, I got to college. <laughs> I got to college. Um, I went to Howard University and um, I started doing my friends like when they were going out to the clubs or just, you know, whatever dates I would just do their, their makeup. And then I was like, oh, okay, like, I think I can, I think I can do this. And then I started taking it seriously. Um, and then 2015, I think, I think 2015, um, I just jumped the gun. I just did it. And I, um, I applied for MAC Cosmetics and I got hired within four days, which is like kind of unheard of for MAC, um, just because they're known, well, at least back in the day, MAC has changed a lot now. Um, but back in the day, um, the interview process could be months. It could be, I mean, weeks. You could have like five, six interviews. Um, I had two. I got hired within four days. So that's kind of where I started. Um, and then in 2017, I parted ways with Mac and I've been on my own ever since. I remember when you so. hit me up, like, listen, <laughs> I'm finna quit this Mac counter. And I was like, go for it, <laughs> I remember when you told me about, we were at First Watch and you told me how you got the job in four days. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, because like you said, Mac back then mm -hmm. was super strict. It was like, you were going to do your first interview, then you were going to leave. Well, first, it was three rounds, right? Because first you had to do the sit-down interview, and then you did the audition. Mm -hmm. I'm not, mm -hmm. Did you do the two auditions in the same day? Because you had to do like a day look and a night look, right? I did. Mm -hmm. So they it's typically three interviews. So it's the, um, it's the initial you know, like interview application, whatever, then it's the makeover is the second one. Then the third one is like where they bring your um, kind of like your district manager who like oversees all, multiple stores and you talk to them and they tell you whether they want to hire you or they don't. But they, um, I think they were just like really looking for hires. <laughs> they were like, we need hires now. We got time to drag this out. And so, um, yeah, I just, they combined the first two together and then um, I was hired on the Girl, they wasn't one. really looking for people. So, yeah. It was just that you are so bomb. <laughs> You're bomb. And you went in there and slayed Thank that you. face. You've been, you've been beating since beating, since Thank you've been you. on the scene. So, yes. I mean, 
<laughs> no, they were like, yeah, we like her. Bring her on because they knew somebody was going to snatch you up and have you at another counter. So how was your counter experience? Because I tell a lot of newer artists, I don't really know if this applies Mm -hmm. now because the industry is so different from when Mm -hmm. we started. But the counter was the place to be if you wanted Mm -hmm. to, I hate to say it, practice Mm -hmm. or learn more. So how was your experience at the counter? Um, So math was always my dream job. Like, I mean, most makeup artists, uh, that was like the thing. Like it was like, oh, you work for Mac. Like it was like this, you know what I mean? If you said you're a Mac artist, um, it was like a big deal. Um, so it was a dream for a very long time. Uh, by the time that I got there, like I said, I was hired in 2015. That's kind of when a lot of transitions happened with the company, um, where they were trying to um, kind of just bring it up to speed with like social media and just like the indie brands that were coming up so it was a little different I think I was like the last of like the old school Mac artists and I can't even say I was really old school so it was just it was just different um it wasn't what I expected um a lot of counters unfortunately have um become very like sales based and they didn't really focus that much on artistry anymore um the first year it was very like artistry driven like they were doing drills they were you were you know when it was slow we were experimenting with different products and um, different combinations different looks and it was fun it was very fun um to dress up and like you know you 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 act like you're going out basically every day you're dressing up like Sometimes people wear heels, like, you know what I mean? It was a good time. Mm -hmm. And then I saw the shift, like, my second year, um, where they basically, like, went in and redid the whole, like, format of the company. Like, they, like I said, it was, like, a lot of, like, social media stuff. And, you know, they were just big about, like, sales and meeting your goals. So the beginning was fun. I had a great time. Uh, I met some cool people. And the second half, I kind of was like, uh, and I think, I think I just realized, and that's kind of like when I was talking to you, like, I was like, okay, I think that I need to move on. I just knew when it was time for me to go. And, um, I kind of dragged my feet with it. Um, and honestly, when I, um, parted with his Mac, everyone kind of was at my store. So it, it was just. It was an interesting transition, It was, but I learned a lot. I got to um, practice on a lot of people. Um, so I was in a Mac Annapolis at the store. So Annapolis, you're getting all kinds of different people, um, different ages, and that's their motto, say, all ages, all races, all sexes. But that was true. Like, it really did. I did get everybody. Um, so that was cool because when I moved on and... Um, started my business, you know, with wedding parties, you don't know who you're going to get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was kind of like I had to kind of, you know, I was just very grateful for that time to experience um, just different people. Um, and so like anybody, I always tell people I can beat anybody down. Like, give me somebody. I, there's nobody I can't beat. I don't care if you're a guy, if you are a girl, or if you are um, non-binary, like whatever. I got you. <laughs> You know, I love so that I'm look. I'm in my skin like, yes, want to be all extra, but I'm trying to relax because the podcast doesn't know that side of me. That's just like real ratchet, real bougetta, real like, what? 
they don't they don't know that. So I'm trying to bring it down, but I'm like, yes, you better be down, okay? You better be everybody. So speaking of bridal, because you said mm-hmm. when you get a bridal party, you don't know what's coming at you. Bridal is a whole thing. People think production <laughs> is something. Bridal is it's, it's the it's it's, it's you gotta be a thug to do bridal. I ain't gonna lie, I ain't that I ain't that thug. That's mm-hmm. why I backed out of bridal respectfully. <laughs> but oh, since we're talking about all the crazy of bridal, tell me what you enjoy most mm-hmm. about it. Um, I the type of person that I am, um, and people that know me know this. I like to form very intimate relationships with people. Everybody that I come in contact with, I like to know. I want to. I like to get to know them. I like to, um, just cl- like I like you know like disclosure. Like I want you to like trust me. I want you to, you know, like feel like I'm a friend. Like feel like you know just comfortable with me. Um, and I just really like to get to know people because I mean the world's so big. So like, um, and there's so many different people out here. So with bridal, I like to really connect with my bride and really get to know them what's your love story like tell me how you got here tell me how you met your partner tell me about your family that I'm gonna meet um you know after your trial like on the the big day like tell me all about that so I can better get to know you um so that like the intimacy of it for sure and then also just like being a part of their memory like when they think about their wedding day like they also like you know think of me and the other vendors that they connected with and that help everything come to life. So um, I think the intimacy of it is probably what I enjoy the most. Um, and just really connecting with them. And like, you know, most of my brides, once I do their bridal makeup, you know, they start their families if they you know, had, had it been already. And um, so I'm there for all the Christmas shoots, all the newborn shoots, all the everything that I just become a part of their family really. Mm-hmm. So. That's probably what I enjoy the most. <laughs> and I do love that part because it's like you you start to grow with your bride. That was one of the things that I really enjoyed mm-hmm. about bridal. But you made a very good point. You are mm-hmm. there for one of the biggest days of their lives. And yes, they mm-hmm. definitely will talk about you. Not necessarily in a bad way, but they'll never mm-hmm. forget you. Like I have clients that I do now mm-hmm. who will say, you know, when I got married, the artist, da 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 da, da. And it may not be bad. Mm-hmm. Maybe they live in a different state now, so that artist can't travel with them but of course they always Mm -hmm. bring up the memories of that artist and that's why I always tell Mm -hmm. artists who want to be in bridal or whatever that you may want to be in whatever side of the industry to always make sure when you come in the room that you look presentable um especially with bridal they taking pictures Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and I've had (laughs) moments where I've got got and got caught up on a snag and look crazy because I'm like Chad I'm just doing this wedding and I'm thinking about me being comfortable but in reality it's like there's pictures there's video and now you out here looking crazy in their picture I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna hold you Brittany I'm not even gonna hold you Taylor, I have never seen you look crazy. Mm, girl, there's footage. <laughs> there's footage. There's footage. Cause the thing about bridal is like you're I mean, you're busting out between like if it's a, a, a full wedding party, like four, five, six heads. And that's an hour per person, then the bride is an hour and a half at least. So it's like I'm standing for hours. I'm not stopping because we're, you know, there's a timeline we have to follow. I, I'm like, I don't really, 
really, I, I need to be comfortable. <laughs> I need to be comfortable. Okay, I, I think because of like coming from Mac and coming from that background, we were taught to always be just on, like always be just glammed down. And so I think in the beginning, I was like that, um, where I would, you know, dress up like I'm going to Mac. But as time went on, of course I'm presentable. I wear all black always. Um, and I used to wear makeup like pre-COVID or just like a little something like pre-COVID. Um, now that COVID hit. But mm, Taylor, you're always presentable. I, I know you ain't never look crazy because I ain't going to lie. Thank you. No, no, not crazy. Not crazy. It's you okay to dry, be dry. You can be dry because I know what we consider level of dry is still cute. But Taylor, I, I seen some people look like they have just rolled out of bed, hair wild, clothes wild to do a bride and it's like baby you know you Mm -hmm. at a wedding right now i i will agree with you i used to be heels and glammed up when i used to do weddings and stuff even production Mm -hmm. i had the nerve to wear like Mm -hmm. high heel boots on a production Mm -hmm. one day and i had lost my entire mind i must have been on drugs (laughs) or something i'm not i'm not on drugs guys but (laughs) but it was just like what the heck so no i feel like yes you definitely need Mm -hmm. to be comfortable because you are running through a lot of people but you're mm-hmm. always presentable because i ain't even i'm not even gonna say Thank what i saw you, on the internet because this person they might <laughs> listen to the pot and it was like <laughs> you know better than to be in somebody's wedding like this because if you pulled up to my wedding looking like this to do my makeup i'm be mad but here i go look see they they meet in the unprofessional side of me taylor let me <laughs> No, I don't feel like it's unprofessional. I feel like it's real. And I've had um, photographers, you know, like kind of be like, I I mean, had to be a little strategic about what they shoot because they're getting like getting ready pictures. So it's like, you're going to be in it. So like your nails need to be done. You can't be looking basically how I look right now, but I (laughs) don't get them done before I have, I'm I'm, I'm getting them done before I have a wedding, but another wedding, but you know, people are take, they're taking like, you know, detailed shots of your hands. You can't, your hands can't be ashy. They need to be, your nails need to be manicured. All of that, you know, your hair needs to be done. They're shooting the back of your head or the side or like whatever. So you can't. Girl, because if it's a real cupid and but, you in it and the I mean, bride the loves her look and her eyes are closed and it's giving that shadow, wild. she's going to post it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to cut you off though. Mm-hmm. You can't be out here looking wild. No, 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 you're fine. Um, but I, I am a lot more comfortable now. Like, usually I'm working in a hoodie and um, <laughs> a, hoodie, a hoodie is from sneakers. Um, real comfortable. And then nowadays um, we're wearing masks while we're working. So um, if anything, of course I have a mask on. I typically have my lashes done. I get lash extensions. Um, and I just like put some brow gel on my brow. So because all you're seeing is, here anyway excuse my nails y'all but all you see is this so i try to make sure what is showing mm-hmm. is you know well groomed um but we don't, don't no heels. know heels to no wedding girl you're gonna be you're gonna tap out you'll be bare barefoot by the end of the <laughs> so we know in bridal that bridal's all about the skin it's mm-hmm. all about that glowy mm-hmm. look or maybe a matte look or we the bride just needs to look flawless mm-hmm. so what are your top i would say Maybe three mm-hmm. or five products that you have to have when you're doing a bride. Hmm. Three to five. Okay. Uh, it depends on 
it would be on like product specifics, like what sure. I actually have in my kit, like name, my brand. We're gonna go there. Go there. Sure. Okay. So my um, favorite foundation at the moment. Um, actually, let me rewind. Let me rewind. For bridal, I'm very strict and um, I'm a little hard on my brides. Um, I'm like a little mini coach. Um, because with skin and with your wedding day, you want to look the best. And in order for me to do my job well, I need you to help me help you. So I prepare my brides with a um, wedding prep document. Kind of I just saying that. like the days <laughs> leading up to your wedding. <laughs> when leading up to your wedding, like what to do. I actually will, will pull it up so you can, I can tell you just some things that are on it. Um, because with skin, it starts from the inside. So if you're eating junk and you're not drinking water, your makeup's not going to lay the way that you want it to lay. It's not going to look the way you want it to look. Um, because we're really here to enhance your features and, and you know what I mean? Um, you don't want to feel like I'm redoing everything because you want to look like yourself. Um, or just an enhanced version of yourself on your day. Um, so it starts from the inside. So you need to be drinking your water. You need to be doing <laughs> your skincare stuff, you know, all of that. Um, and then I can help you on the back end as well, like with product recommendations. So I always prep my um, brides, um, their skin. I always make sure they do Biore strips. When I get there, because um, I do my brides last, I um, give them a mask or like an under eye mask. Mm -hmm. um, like you ever see like the gold like patches? I put like gold patches on them. Sometimes if their skin is very dry or um, dehydrated, I'll put like a um, a sheet mask on their face. Um, and I always make them do a Biore strip just to help if you might have like larger um, uh, pores or like clogged pores, blackheads, anything like that. Um, so that way the makeup lays nicely. Um, so that helps with flawless skin for sure. Is skincare and exercising drinking water things like that so i'm very very strict on my brides i, I will text you i know like, that's right i know water that's bottle. right did you drink it today how many have you had today <laughs> so i'll do that to my brides if i know that you know they might struggle with that um so that's one it's just good skincare to, um and just good prepping leading up to the wedding um two i would say um as far as like foundations um my favorite brand right now honestly for the past few years has been nars um and they i love it because i love nars as a brand that's my i think when people ask me what my favorite brand is um i might have favorites from different times like time to time like right now i've been on um patrick ta and charlotte tilbury heavy like that's been... listen you got me on patrick ta <laughs> i have patrick ta on the eyes today because <laughs> It is it's giving. I mean, she is just, I mean, that palette, girl. I've my has I've hit pan already and I just got it. Like <laughs> like not that long ago. Um, <laughs> but the one that never changes is Nars Cosmetics. Um their face products are just, I mean, they're it's unmatched. Like and they have different foundations for different skin types. So a, a oily girl, I like to use um their newer foundation is the NARS Soft Matte um, Complete or something like that foundation. Because um, it's, it's, it's mattifying, but it's not dry looking. Um, mm -hmm. Where if I start adding powders, it's going to start looking like the skin's dehydrated. 
versus like I feel like Fenty kind of does that like the first one depending on somebody's skin uh the first uh, one for sure type. yeah uh depending on the pro filter um soft whatever matte whatever uh so it, it just lays very nicely it lasts forever it looks like a filter to me um my other favorite is the um natural radiant long wearing one that's like my tried and true go like i've been using it for years um but um just like blending it out and just it, I mean, everything just lays very nicely. So that's number two. Um, number three, also primers. Uh, just how you prep the skin is very important. Um, mm-hmm. I might even, you know, for somebody that's like, girl, I sweat, I'm oily, and I'm a cry. I might have to pull out an old school milk and mag and just hit it in a couple places. You know what I'm saying? Do you keep your milk and mag in the original milk and mag bottle or do you change no. do you change I the put bottle? It in a little too. <laughs> I know you do, but I'm like, let me just ask so the girls can hear. Listen, no, it's not cute. Put it in a different bottle. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I will not be pulling out uh, laxatives out of my kit. Like in the pot, in the bot. Like I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> put it in a little tube. There's little tubes you can buy on Amazon. Just depot it. Put it in there. Nobody has to know. Just put it on. They don't even know what you. It's, it's fine. Okay. But I'll tell you, it's 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 old school. It's a very old school makeup trip, but that thing works. Okay. Um, so that's, I guess that's three. And um, I said skincare, foundations, uh, prepping and priming. And I, I will say setting, setting your makeup is very important. How you layer it. Um, brides are having on, are going to have on makeup all day. They have it on for hours and hours and hours, especially if they have a first look. Their first look is usually two hours before the ceremony and they take pictures after the ceremony. So it's like you're already three hours in and the photographer is still shooting and nine times out of 10, I've already left. So I'm not there to touch you up. <laughs> so um, you have to make sure you set their faces very well. Um, so I love RCMA um, translucent or no color powder. That's been in my kit for years now. Um, and it just does a trick every time. Um, if a, a client can bake, then I will bake them a little bit. Um, so yeah, I think it's just technique, really. Technique, um, prep work, and how you finish are the most important parts. <laughs> you said something really important. You said if a client, keyword, can bake, because not everybody mm-hmm. can bake. And I'm glad mm-hmm. you mentioned that. A lot of people think you can do the baking method with everybody. And it's like, no, 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 no. Some people just don't have that hydration. Even if you put a mask on right mm-hmm. there to be able to handle mm-hmm. that much powder. And now they're giving all that flashback mm-hmm. on camera. Flashback or starts looking like uh, wrinkly or like like old. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just dry. I realize I can't dry. use... Um, <laughs> yeah, we don't want dry. I can't use the bake mm-hmm. method for my more mature clients, as I'll say. Mm-mm. On mature skin, that's mm-hmm. not working. I love a good mm-hmm. mature skin lady, though, because they always have really soft skin. It may be a little, mm-hmm. a little uh, age line, you know, a wisdom line. <laughs> I don't want to call it a wrinkle. Wisdom. A I wisdom like line. <laughs> However, their skin is just always I, so glowy. Every mature client I've had mm-hmm. has been glowy. But let me stay focused because Taylor and I would just start going off on a whole tangent, have our own conversation, <laughs> and we won't even cater to you guys that are listening. All right, I have one more question in regards to bridal. We know mm-hmm. bridal can be a beast. 
it's a lot of personalities. Mm-hmm. It's always, it could be mm-hmm. some fights. It's somebody who really mm-hmm. don't want to be there for real. The mama-in-laws, her mom, mom and his mama come in and start fighting. The, mom. the, the moms. Who I girl? have a crazy story about one of the moms. It was just... I got a few. Girl. <laughs> the level it'd of stress that we're experiencing right now, it'd be the mom. Is it the mom? mom? Or sometimes it'd be the sister-in-law, so it'd be, be sister in law. Yes. Or it'd be Girl. the maid of honor. And it'd be the maid of honor. You know how many brides I've had to say, oh, after today, I'm never talking to her again. And I've been like, oh. Okay. What okay, <laughs> if you can tell us, what has been your worst experience? If you can, if you feel comfortable telling us, what's been your worst experience with a bride? Uh or a bridal party. Okay. Uh, mm, I gotta really think. Cause honestly, I haven't had any wild ones where it was with me. Like nobody's done anything really wild to me. I've just, just seen some room. wild stuff. Yeah, it's just in the room and I'm like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, so I, it, I've seen a lot of moms. Uh, it's usually the mother, the mother of the groom. Um, I think they just be having a hard time just uh, accepting everything, and you know they get to I don't need no makeup. Oh, you know it's expensive, and you know stuff like that. <laughs> or I don't need a t-shirt. I don't want you know stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, or just being difficult and then stressing the bride out, and the bride being like, "I'm so sorry," and apologize. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Um, I've seen that. I've seen mothers of the bride, you know, kind of think, you know, felt as though it was her wedding. Had a hard time realizing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, how do I say this without saying it? But um, yeah, kind of feeling like it was their day too, which it is. Like, it's a big thing for families in general, but, you know, kind of taking attention away from their daughters. Um, so I've seen that. Um, I've had. Uh, uh, bridesmaids be like, well, I want a different look than everybody else, and be like, um, you need to take that up with your homegirl because this is the look that everybody's getting, sis. So if she says it's cool, then okay, but you talk to her about that because if not, you're gonna get the same champagne lit like everybody else. <laughs> Girl, I remember I did this wedding and mm-hmm. I'm doing the bridal party, right? So, sister mm-hmm. from h- husband's side, mm-hmm. excuse mm-hmm. me, isn't there. So everybody's like, okay, where is good sis? And they're like, oh, she said she's going to get her makeup done. So the bride is like, let me text her what the look is. So, you know, I'm doing everybody. It's like six or seven of them. She comes in the room. Mm-hmm. Homegirl is beat. She got on a red lip. She got on silver eyeshadow. Taylor, the look was like oh, no. soft oh, no. with the pink lip. And she was like, well, I want to get this red lip and this silver shadow. And we were like. And girl, the maid of honor was like, you know what? I'm finna fight her right now. And I was like, whoa. And the bride was like, no, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. So how do you control your emotions and maintain your energy around all of this craziness that could be going on at a bridal party? Or how do you control a bride or a bridesmaid that's difficult? Okay, so Brittany, girl, I've been doing, um, I've been doing weddings for, well, I'll say consistently since like 2018. So what, that's what, three years? 
So in the beginning, I used to be really, really, I didn't want to, I was very kind of uh, shy and didn't want to like overstep any boundaries or like step on any toes or anything like that. But I realized that it was putting, it wasn't fair to me and I was putting myself in situations and I wasn't able to finish my job because of craziness going around, going on, chaos going on around me in the room, um, in the bridal suite. So as the years have gone on, I've become um, a, a little bit more um, outspoken, still respectful, still very uh, professional. Um, that's number one. But I, at the end of the day, I was hired to do a job. And I'm expected to complete that job by certain times, because if not, everything else gets crazy. So if I need to clear out a room to get the job done, I will. And I have, <laughs> meaning I've had a situation where I had a bride, um, the timeline got thrown off for whatever reason. Um, and so the bride typically goes last. And so we're running behind. So I'm trying to focus to get it done. And everybody kept coming up to the bride asking a bunch of questions. I believe she didn't have a planner. That's important, guys, if you're getting married. Mm -hmm. A coordinator, a planner, something. Do not try to do everything yourself. Like, I understand some people are planners and can plan leading up to, but on the day of, at least have a coordinator to kind of regulate everything because if not, it gets very crazy because everyone's coming to you when you're supposed to be um, enjoying your experience in your day. So I had a bride who she did not have a coordinator, did not have a planner, and um, everyone's asking her questions. And like I said earlier um, in the pod, I like to have a intimate experience with my bride. I ultimately want you to enjoy getting your makeup done, being able to relax, drink your champagne or whatever, and just enjoy your moment and sit in it and be present. Mm -hmm. Not turning your head every two seconds because everyone's asking you questions. Not being frantic or anxious because you're trying to make sure everything has, you know, is going smoothly as planned. Um, not crying because people come up to you and they're being like, oh my God, girl, you get married today and I'm doing your under eye concealer. So, <laughs> I've had to clear out rooms where I, I will say, okay, everybody, I'm going to need everybody to leave the room for me. Um, I need about 20 minutes to get this already behind schedule. So can, if you're not a coordinator, um, I need everyone to leave the room. And I will do that. <laughs> because and, and I think that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when I did that with that bride I was talking about, she was like, oh my God, thank you so much. She was relieved because she yep. wanted to enjoy getting her makeup done. I was just about to say that she probably thanked you because when did. I when I was in bridal, I had to do that one time. Like, listen, y'all gotta get out, <laughs> y'all gotta go because, like you yes. said, you trying to hurry up and do her makeup, and they over here want to make her cry. Girl, I remember we was in third grade and now girl. Look at like, girl, listen, right my concealer do don't work with that. Okay, save it. I really feel like, like you said, every wedding needs a coordinator. You mm -hmm. have to have a coordinator. Mm -hmm. No ifs, ands, or buts. And I feel like mm -hmm. there needs to be a room just for makeup. Like, mm -hmm. I really feel Ooh, like girl. I had this wedding one time that she rented, like, one of the um, conference rooms just for makeup. 
Mm-hmm. There was about four makeup artists. It was a big wedding, though. And mm-hmm. then when it was time to do her, I went upstairs to do her makeup and she wanted her makeup with just her and her mother. And I thought that was mm-hmm. fabulous. And I feel like yes. everybody should be that way. I've seen so much craziness at weddings. I don't want all my, I love my bridesmaids and my friends, but I don't want all y'all packed in my room while I'm trying to focus. And I feel like makeup, your hair on a big day like that, that's just like kind of your woosah moment. For you to yes. be there and just to kind of calm down and really just yes. reflect and enjoy this space for a minute before everything starts going. So I'm glad you, know you clear out the room. Do you know what happens? Because you're what? sitting down and you're in one place for an hour and a half and everybody knows where to find you. That's when people take the opportunity to come up to you and be, you know what I'm saying? So I think being isolated, being in a room, like, hey guys, this is my session for an hour and a half. Unless it's an emergency, and even if then, if it is an emergency, still hit my coordinator up or like my maid of honor or something. Like just like mm-hmm. just give me my time, you know what I mean? Um, and if the bride, because sometimes you know, yeah, like the bride, like they they love their family, they love their friends, and they don't want to be mean about it. So sometimes as the artist, because you have to also one, you want a calm bride. You don't want the bride to be stressed or anxious. And you want her to really enjoy their time with you. That's what you're there for. Not only just to have a fabulous makeup, but to also just have this experience. It's a whole experience. If you've taken away from my bride's experience, then she got to leave the room. Period. 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 <laughs> I'm glad you spoke on that because, listen, sometimes you just got to unload the clip and let them know I'm not going to have this right now. Respectfully, very professionally, but you got to go. <laughs> I feel like this this episode needs to be called Gangsta Something, Thug Something, because, I mean... <laughs> We're really showing our aggressive sides of what it's like to to work. Because sometimes people think makeup is all peaches and cream and rainbows. And, and it's like, nah, we got to get real gangster sometime. Speaking of gangster. It's just like. Oh, no, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, it's just like, you know, because at the end of the day, if the makeup is not done at the time, that needs to be done. Everybody's looking at you and it's your fault. Mm-hmm. The same in production. And, They'd be like, uh, makeup. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, they just got mm-hmm. here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it, it had it probably didn't get delayed because of you, but it's delayed. And you still have to get your, get, you know, the job done. So everybody's looking at you like, um, tick, tick, like what's going mm-hmm. on. So you got to do what you got to do. You got to do whether it's clearing a room. Whether it's making everybody be silent, whether it's take whatever you got to do, what you got to do because you have to get the job done at the end of the day. That is true. Respectfully, professionally. Respectfully. Course, <laughs> the word <laughs> of the day is going to be respectfully. <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> so you also work with a lot of celebrities too. How different is working with a celebrity versus a bride? Like how how do you down to like how do you prep your kid? How do your days go? What is the makeup mm-hmm. like? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Um, so most um, higher profile people that I work with, um, usually people in that space get their makeup done often. Uh, with that being said, like, you know, like brides typically are the everyday woman. And with that, you can have a glam girl or you can have the woman that's like, I never really wear makeup at all. Um, so they don't really know what to expect. They may have, have an idea, but they don't, they're not used to getting their makeup done. A celebrity, they're getting it done all the time. So they have an expectation, um, in their mind of what they want. Um, so for me, I typically will, you know, check out their socials, 
um, or just Google some pictures of them to see what their style is, to see, you know, um, what kind of, what their aesthetic is and kind of try to, of course, be true to who I am and my artistry, my style, but at the same time, like, how do you like your brows? Do you like a bold lip or a new lip? Do you like glowy skin? Do you like matte skin? I need to study these things before I even see you. Um, just so I can prep my, my kit properly um, for the look that you want. Um, so I would say, yeah, I definitely study beforehand. Um, sometimes I might even, you know, shoot their assistant or them a text or email or something or DM and just be like, hey, um, you know, what's the look that we're going for tonight? Um, what are you wearing? So I can know I, I can make sure I have everything because what what would I, what I would hate is to arrive to their appointment and they say I want I don't know I want a fluffy heavy lash and all I have are Demi whiskey mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but if I see that they wear a heavier lash often I'm gonna just pack some heavier lashes you know what I mean just in case they ask for it um, so just being just overly over prepared really. Um, has always helped me just to expect the unexpected, just, you know, just in case. Um, I can be overpacker in that sense. Um, but yeah, I think that prepping my kit, uh, that's, that's the biggest difference. It's like just studying beforehand. Um, as far as how I, how the appointments go, I've never had anybody be nasty to me ever. Um, I've never had like a snooty celebrity where they're like, just unfriendly and just not I've never had that even the times that I've sensed that they might have been that type of person I think that I have the personality and I say this humbly but I think I have the personality to make people drop their guards and um I guess I can can be kind of charming in a sense you are (laughs) you're very like charming and friendly (laughs) and when you you come in the room your presence can be felt it's like you bring a good energy like when we did YouTube black together when you came in it was like because uh, everybody was like, all right, we're tired. Da, 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 da. Taylor comes in like, good morning. Hello. Hi. And everybody's like, oh, hi. You definitely have a way of shifting the room. Thank you. I appreciate that. But I, I try to. Um, I try to because you want everything to be a pleasant experience, not just for your client, but also for yourself. This is a transaction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're getting something from this and I am too. Mm-hmm. So I want it to be a safe space and a pleasant space for everybody. So I've never had any like weird situations or nothing. And um, everybody's always been very kind to me. Um, So, yeah. I also feel like (laughs) when you are a good person, too, that um, you attract Mm -hmm. what you are. So if you rude and nasty and crazy, well, I'm not going to say that because sometimes we have seen Mm -hmm. pleasant makeup artists that just come up against some scary people. Some scary stuff, mm-hmm. but in in the most part, like you said, when you are nice, you're charming, you're pleasant, you have a way of just bringing that out of people, you know what I mean? Like, you just come in the room and they realize, like, oh, she's not one of them. I can't go head to head or uh, just dump my mess mm-hmm. and my feelings on them and project on them is what I'm trying to say. So, the energy mm-hmm. shifts in the room. Mm-hmm. I love that. Come on, Tay. Let me look at my questions <laughs> and see what else that I have for you. It's going... Oh, wow. yes. oh my gosh. It's going so great. I knew it was. I knew it was too. I was excited. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Let's talk some personal stuff. 
So, okay, we know that the industry can be really up and up and down. Like one day, I mean, you could be on a set. You could be on Bravo one day and then the next day you're doing absolutely nothing. Or I'll put it like this. You could be on Bravo for a week mm-hmm. or whatever show that you may be working on a celebrity. And it's like you're on this big high and you're feeling great and you're getting all this money. And now two weeks later, you're doing absolutely nothing. You're sitting in your house, wrapped in a blanket, eating chips. How do you handle like... <laughs> Going from those highs to what feels like really lows or like, and you don't know when your next job is coming and you're scared to spend your coins because you're like, well, Mm -hmm. wait a minute, Mm -hmm. (laughs) let me wait till another job comes through. How do you handle that? The highs and the lows pretty much. Um, so yeah, being an entrepreneur, these are the things that people don't talk about. (laughs) It's just a different ball game. It's like, there's pros and cons to both. There's pros and pro, there's pros and cons to being an entrepreneur and then having a corporate job. There's security in having a corporate job where you have your 401ks, you have health insurance, you have some people have life insurance. So you have, you know you have all those things. You have sick days, sick leave, P, uh, uh, PTO, vacations, whatever. You have all those things. Being an entrepreneur, you don't have that. Um, you're not on salary unless you are working for like a project where you are, you know getting consistent checks but uh for what I do um it's not consistent so I'm you know one week I'm up (laughs) I'm up and then another week I might be like you know (laughs) I'm cool um so for me (laughs) so for me um over the years I've been very uh strategic about my seasons because um doing bridal like in the bridal world because I mean I don't consider myself just only a bridal artist um but bridal is what I do a lot I do it consistently um so the seasons change so we're approaching now um engagement season so engagement season is from Thanksgiving to uh Valentine's Day that's what a lot of people are being proposed so uh, usually around the holidays or at least like Jan- I'll say January to like m- like March, like through March, it's slower. It's slower. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just is. People have spent a bunch of money on Christmas and all these holidays and things like that um, or create a new budget for themselves for the year. So they hold on to their coin, don't want to get their makeup done. It's cold outside. Nobody's going anywhere. It's snowing. They in house. So <laughs> it's like... Um, you have to be strategic. So usually during that time, um, on my slower months um, or seasons, I try to focus on um, what I can do on the back end um, in order to better prepare for my year. So typically I'm doing a lot of social media work, um, like content stuff, uh, 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 just admin stuff where I'm like, you know, preparing for tax season and getting different systems in place to streamline my business and you know, just you said tax season, and I had a flashback. <laughs> like, well, wait a minute, girl, honey, we can't. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> stress. Okay, but um, yeah, I just try to be strategic and um, manage my time wisely with those slower times. And then even when it's like this busy season, I might have a week where I'm not really doing it much. So again, I'll go in and do the what? Like, what can I do with my time? What can I do to attract more clients? 
what can I do to make my life easier? What could I do to manage my money better? What can I, what can I do? So I spend time doing that. And then also, you know, like what other ways can I make more money when I'm not physically Mm -hmm. taking clients? You know, can, is that brand partnerships? Is that collabs? Is that new services? Is that, you know, whatever, How, how can I fill these gaps? So that's kind of how I spend my time when it is slower. Like um, those things I've been putting off, I, I do it. You know, um, I think the last few years, it's been a lot more consistent where I don't have that many slow weeks anymore, which is a blessing. I'm very, very blessed. We love to see um, it. <laughs> very, very blessed because, honey, yeah, when I first started, it wasn't like that. I was sitting on my butt for some weeks and then, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, when you're first starting out and growing your business. Um, but now, um, yeah, every week for the most part, there's days where it's slower, um, for sure. But, um, yeah, I just try to just be productive, mm-hmm. but also allow breaks. Cause I think being an entrepreneur too, you go to sleep with your business, you know, like you can't never clock out. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you go to sleep, you might be thinking, dang, did I respond to that? email did I clean my brushes for tomorrow what time do I gonna get up for you know what I mean so you have to allow yourself rest days where you are just sitting on your couch Mm -hmm. you You know what I mean you have to allow yourself that time you have to allow yourself that um uh uh, just a rest day it's a rest day. I, I tell artists all the time, like, they hit me up and they'll say, like, oh, my gosh, it's so slow. What do I do? And I'm like, girl, enjoy yourself. Enjoy your time. <laughs> enjoy your time that you have and mm-hmm. take this time to make a plan because when things get busy, mm-hmm. they get busy. Girl. <laughs> girl. I've been ripping. And this last four weeks have been insane for me. Insane. I can only imagine. Insane. So I'm grateful for the time to be still. You know what I mean? Um, Because, you know, in this industry, it's so fast paced. You don't really get a lot of time to be still. Mm-hmm. You know, catch up on your shows. <laughs> Listen, I get so excited now on my off days to just catch up on my shows. And another thing that I've been doing is honoring my off days. Like, just like okay. somebody with a nine to five, if, mm-hmm. if they're supposed to be off on Tuesday, they off and then I answer the phone. Yeah, I'm so like, I, I just got a request. Exactly. And so it's mm-hmm. the same way now. I have to honor myself enough to say, no, Brittany, you need a break. And maybe that break looks like I'm catching up on American Horror Story or something. Okay. Because I need to. Because I say here on the podcast all the time, how you going to win if you ain't right within? If you can't sit down okay. and take care of yourself, you cannot show up for anybody else, especially with bridal and production and uh, VIP clients, they require a lot. It's not just showing up and doing makeup. You become the therapist. Sometimes you the assistant. You the assistant. Uh, you might be the yeah. hairstyle. You everything. <laughs> theming. You know, Work. makeup yes. is really top tier. Like, people try to downplay like, oh, no, it's just makeup. No, baby, it's makeup. We're up here. Okay. <laughs> yes. A lot of times you're doing a lot. Even brides, I've had to help brides put their dresses on. I've got, girl, <laughs> I can only imagine. Requires, yeah, this business it requires, it requires a lot of energy um, from you. People, it's a we're in a service 
we're, 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 we're providing services for people. We're serving them. Mm-hmm. You can't serve anybody if you haven't served yourself, if you haven't done by, right by you. You don't have the energy to give and to, to you know, provide said service. If you have, you can't pour from an empty cup. Really. That part. what I'm saying. You can't. <laughs> So what has been, I feel like you kind of answered this, but I don't know. Let me just throw it out there. What's been your biggest lesson since being an entrepreneur or your biggest challenge? It could be something that you overcame, um, something that happened in the early stages. Um, I would say lay down a foundation first lay down you know if whether that's a business plan or whether it's just something lay down the foundation first because when opportunities arise you need to be ready for it you can't you can't like you know god is very when god gives you blessings and you pray for things you know, God might hold on to him because he's like, you haven't even done what you're supposed to do yet. What have you done? What? How are you ready for me to give you this blessing? You know what I mean? I think in the beginning of my career, I was just excited. I was just like, oh, I'm out here. Like, I'm trying to, <laughs> you need to be, you need to be, you know what I mean? I'm just ready to, to beat faces and say that. And it's like, do you have an LLC? Do you have your EIN number? Do you have a site? Do you have a business bank account? Do you have an accountant? Do you ha- Are you keeping your books? Are you keeping your receipts? Are you keeping all these things? And then I had my, put myself in a, in a pickle where it was tax season and I'm scrambling, running numbers, taking me forever to do everything because I wasn't keeping track of things the right way. I wasn't holding on to receipts. I wasn't um, I had different ways of receiving payments and like all these different platforms. Like I'm using, oh, you pay me via PayPal, Cash App, this, that. Okay, well, when it comes to be tax season, you gotta go and look at every transaction. Like, do you know how um, tedious that is to do? I've oh, been girl. there. Yes, is- yes. You're sitting there printing out Square, okay. PayPal. Oh my gosh, you're going through all these different bank accounts trying to figure out if this was like this target purchase because now you done lost the receipt. Wait a minute, I remember that day. Mm -hmm. Was this? So I would say, I I did the same Mm -hmm. thing. Because you're just excited. You're just like, oh, I'm trying to just, you know, I'm trying to go. It's like, okay, slow down. Like, make sure everything's together. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't have your LLC, how are people going to pay you? Because the IRS, you know they saying? find out that you over there snatching that money okay. up, that tax-free money, and you making it a business, they are definitely going to spin the block on you and be like, oh, wait a minute, baby. Okay. Here's your receipt. <laughs> here's, your, here's your invoice. Pay us. Yes. We exactly. made what? And they so. don't care. If, I think, what is it? Like, if you make over $600, is it over $600? I don't know. Let me not even quote it because I'm not a tax rep, but... It's twenty thousand. When they see you made, you pulled in more than twenty thousand. More than twenty like, thousand. Mm. Why do you got? Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> Square now that. too in Cash App. I think Square Cash is App. like five thousand. Like if you made over five thousand, they have to report it. And the same with Cash App. Cash App is about to be on people's taxes now. Mm-hmm. It's I believe, and don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure it's twenty thousand on Cash App because you know Cash App is 
if you don't have a business account, I mean, not even not even if you have a business account or not. It's like you know, you have friends cash after you for your Uber. You got whatever, like you splitting bills at dinner or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like you could make it seem like it's just casual whatever. But once you hit a certain number, the IRS is like, mm, what? Mm, do you, run that back. <laughs> you might catch a little audit. So it's like, you know. Just be smart about everything. Just I would say, be smart about everything. Um, be organized. Um, keep tabs and everything. Keep your keep your receipts, y'all. Keep your receipts. Um, and just have everything just well planned out. Just well thought out, well planned. Out. That was great that advice. Was- that was great. That and I'm I'm so <laughs> glad you mentioned that because the girls be looking at me like I'm crazy when I'm like, listen, you have to get your business in order because. You don't want to wait. Don't, because I, I was real stupid. I mean, even though I looked like I had it together, I did not. And then it was like I got into production, and they were like, all right, so send us an invoice in your LLC. And I was like, what? <laughs> all I got is EIN. Yeah. What do you mean? It? What? Like, I really went to the school of hard knocks when it came to this makeup stuff because I, I didn't, I wish I knew what I knew now, but. That's why we have the podcast that we can share. Same. So these artists won't be as raggedy and do their taxes like we did. Cause that... <laughs> not raggedy. Damn. We need another word. Not raggedy. Cause at least <laughs> we were out here slaying. We were doing the thing, but yeah, that tax part, at, yes, least, we, at least we did our taxes. Okay. At least we filed them. At least we did our taxes. But you know, if when you know better, you do better. Yeah. And I, one thing that I always admired about you, you were always, and you still are always like, you about your business. Like you're, you're very much so about your business. Like I remember you like had a business coach and like you was just really doing the thing. Like you was really like, you had your contracts together. You had your, your girl. I remember my first invoice, like my invoice, like a uh, little format thing, whatever my little. It was yours. You sent me. It was. was like, I think I did it. Yes, girl. Because I did. Um, it was for UC Black, and they were like, "Oh, send an invoice." I was like, "An invoice." Oh. Uh, so okay. I was like, "Hey, Brittany, girl." I was like, "Brittany, um, do you have like a <laughs> a format, like a little invoice thing for me? Because they know me send an invoice out." And so you show me that, but you just you like you were like, "Okay, girl." And you always have like been so open and like uh, uh, you always share with people. To ask you questions, like contract questions, whatever. You always had your business in order. And that's something I always admired um, about you. Um, so it's like, even though you're like, oh, you have to see other girl, you, you you did. You had you had it together more Thank than you. you might think. <laughs> Thank you. Because, yeah, I, it was it was given like, what? But I, I've always been so big on sharing because when mm-hmm. I came into the industry, first of all, you know, my family was looking at me like, you finna do what? Girl, tell <laughs> what? Me about and it. I'm very competitive. So it's like, mm-hmm. if you try to tell me I can't do this, I'm going to show, show you exactly you. why I can. Okay. So it was like, yeah, I'm going to have my whole business together. So when mm-hmm. they're like, you don't have health insurance, who don't have health insurance? Okay. Exactly. I got health insurance. <laughs> exactly. What do you mean? Who don't have a 401k? Who don't have a retirement plan? Exactly. It, it was just like, no. If this is going to be my life, I'm going to be serious about it. And when I came in, a lot of artists were very close. Like, mm, girl, we not telling you. Nope. And I promised myself I will never be that artist. Absolutely. I'm not that person. If I win, you win. 
Absolutely. If I learn it, you learn it. Because we all going to go together. I mean, it's enough money out here for... If I, so if I held out on you, you going to find it anyway. So I'm not... Let me, let me let you get some money because I ain't in the business so of blocking my blessings money. either. No. And so that's much the thing. Money. You got to be very like humble about it. Like you have to watch what you say, watch how you act because just as how, how quickly those blessings are coming in, God can be like, mm. because you got big headed, you got nasty, you got cocky, you got um, catty or whatever, because you were feeling yourself too much. This is a mm-hmm. blessing. So, and I often think about, because, you know, like even like working at Mac, you know, Mac was known, like, you know, it was kind of known for like the mean girls. Like, I think just the in- this industry in general, just like, just, you know, film, uh, makeup, hair, celebrity, whatever, like this industry in general um, is known to kind of be a little catty. And, you know, people don't want to always see you win or want to help you and, you know, reach and, and pull you up with them. And um, when I went to Mac, I just was like, I never want to be known as that, like, rude Mac girl. I always want to be friendly. And I remember so many times, because my whole store was like that. They were very, very kind, very, very nice. And we made it a point to change that narrative and change the stereotype of, people just being so mean just because I'm like it's just makeup it's just makeup like and makeup is a big deal don't get me wrong I respect my what I do 1000% but I'm not better than you or you're you know what I'm saying just because I know how to do something that you don't know how to do or I'm gotten somewhere in my career that you haven't reached yet and I remember the people um that helped me um I talked very highly about those people because uh, shout out to Marquis. Hey Marquis, if you watch it, Marquis hey, Marquia. James. Okay, if, <laughs> let me picture Marquis so we can like put her right here. This is Marquis <laughs> and her ad. We love I a good artist it. that is helping others. Yes. Marquis James. I girl, I be when we talking about about this to each other, we be crying. I'm like, I just really love you <laughs> because she really like helped me so much. She taught me like how it she just took me with her everywhere she was like you know when i told her i was interested in bridal she was just like okay i'm gonna take you with me every i assisted her like consistently like damn near every week for like all of 2019 on um weddings she passed me clients big big clients you know what i mean she referred me she did you know if i had questions about anything she was always so open and i remember because i was very young at that time I just remember um, just being so grateful. And I always wanted to be able to do that for somebody else and be that for somebody else. Um, because like like you said, there's so much money out here. And and not only that, it's just I want to see other people win. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like I want to win myself. But like I can, once I make it somewhere, I want my dogs to come with me. Like I want my, my people to come with me. Exactly. You know I, mean? I like, want to see us all in the same room. Like, one day me and you going to be at the okay. end together. Like, girl, remember when? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we made, we it. made it. I mean, we, we already it. there, period. But it's going to yeah. get real <laughs> successful around here, okay? It's going to get okay. big money around here. <laughs> Yo, Omatic's going to listen to this podcast and be like, Brittany, you really unleashed the ratchet tonight. Yes. That's that's how you know. 
I love it though. Because usually I'm like, hi guys, welcome to the I love it because it's friend. real. It, it, yeah. I some some days it gets but too real. real. Like some days I I'm cussing and I'm mad. It's like, um, because usually we record in his studio. So he's like, um, mm-hmm. ma'am, run that back without the curse word. Thank you. I'm like, this is really oh, his really? podcast. This ain't even my podcast. This is not Maddie's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but Taylor, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. I am honored to have you here on BTS oh, with Brad. It, when I thought of bridal, like I said, I don't want to call you just a bridal artist because you do so much, but. I just really needed Thank to you. have you here on the podcast because I needed everybody to experience the gift of Taylor Simpson. Aww. So, and I'm not really like, like I want, like, yes, I definitely one day want. Well, you know how like some podcasts they chase after big names. I don't want that. I want the real people mm-hmm. who've been next to me the whole time that I know who are really, really killing mm-hmm. the industry. And not saying that the big names aren't doing it, but we're not clout chasing over here. We putting on our friends on this podcast, okay? Okay. No, we are flossing okay. our friends here. In the words of my friend Brittany, so yeah, we're gonna <laughs> keep bringing to you it. on. Well, thank you so much for. Oh, I would love to come back. I would at any time. Just girls, let me know anytime. But thank you for having me. And I've always like you're at this point like you're a DMV legend. Like what? you've been doing this for a long time. You are, girl. If I don't act like you don't know. No, you I'm are. so serious. I'm trying legend. it. Like, not even DMV, girl. You're international oh, legend. Like you. whatever. Like you are like so bomb. You've been doing this for so long. Um, you're very respected. Um, in the industry. So. Um, thank you for even having me and like, you know, even thinking of me um, to be on here. I'm very, very excited on it because I, I really admire you. Like, I really do. Oh I really, my gosh. Really you have to have me over here like boo-hoo crying and pulled off my lashes and stuff. Thank you so much. That is such an honor. I think it took me a while to start. Even now, my prayer has been, God, show me how others see me. Because mm-hmm. I'm just so used to just working with my head down that when people are like, oh, my God, Brittany, it's like, mm-hmm. what? Who? Mm-hmm. Me? So I'm just going to say You're thank bomb, you. Because usually I'd be like, no, You're no, it. no, no, no. I thank you. I really do mm-hmm. appreciate it. It's okay to be it's okay to be humble, but also like know that you're popping. Well, like, let me start popping pop my popping pop my S H I T respectfully. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Before um, we go, though, we have this segment of the podcast called Last Looks, and you know, in the industry, Last Looks is usually the time where we step in, where yeah, where we step in and touch up the client before they roll on the take. So before we roll out for today, mm-hmm. do you have any last words, any affirmations, or just in, inspiring words of advice that you can give to our listeners. Yeah, um, I would say um, for all my aspiring makeup artists out here, um, I would say just keep going. Like, keep going. It's going to, you know, when you're first starting out, it can it can be hard. It can, you know, you can feel like this industry is so saturated because of, Instagram and you know the just the just the glam behind it and it can be intimidating there's space for you there is space for you because I felt like that for a very long time like where do I fit in where where what is my lane where do I is there space for me and I didn't believe that for a very long time like a very long time and um that helped me back in a sense and then I think like 
I'll say like 20, maybe like 2019, like a few years ago, I had a, a talk where with myself where I was like, you know what? If there isn't space for me, I'm gonna create space for me, okay? Because it's what I love to do. So <laughs> even if you feel like, oh my God, like so many people look like me or have similar work or, you know, whatever, there is space for you. There's clients that are gonna love you in your artistry for what you bring. They're gonna love your personality for who you are. They're gonna love everything. There's people in their space for you. So just keep going and don't get discouraged. I'll say that. I love that. <laughs> I need to hear that for myself. <laughs> Thank you so much again, Taylor, for being on the podcast. You are our new BFF here at BTS to Brit. So thank you for having me. All right. Talk to you next time. Bye. Didn't I tell y'all that this was going to be a full on Kiki? Honey, me and Taylor were cutting up. But she dropped so many gems in between our kikis. And that last look, edges snatched, okay? Although this episode is over, you can still stay connected with Taylor at Taylor Simpson Artistry on Instagram. Also, be sure to stay connected with me at Brittany Rogers underscore Brittany Rogers on Instagram or at BTS with Brit. If you have a topic that you would like to talk about, slide up in my DMs and let me know. Or if you have a question, Send me your question and I will answer it right here live on Last Looks. And don't forget, guys, make sure you go to www.brittanyrogersevents.com, become a backstage member because even if you miss the beauty standard, I have something else coming for you and I don't want you to miss it. So until next episode, guys, I love you all. Be safe. Make sure you sanitize your makeup because what? We don't want no germs spreading. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. <laughs>